morning. It's the workers' beat. That's the studio audience. <laughs> it's huge. I'm Gene Lassen. The beautiful redhead is... Bonnie Mathias. Good morning. The workers' beat is about everything from the point of view of working families. I'd like to give a shout-out to Joe Black, who said he called last week. and he, uh, right. is get, he says he's on board and he's ready to do stuff. Thank you. Things to do. Well, I just this is for you, Joe. Things to News do. News you can use. Yeah, today at 10 o'clock. There will be a demonstration at Senator John Cornyn's office on, what's it, Springfield Spring Road? Spring Valley. Spring Valley Road. It's right down the at street. At 10 o'clock, just the time that we get done. Yep. Okay, Spring Valley Road. Yeah, that's it. 5001 Spring Valley Road. A demonstration for voter rights. July the 6th, we think they're going to start discussing redistricting with a focus on El Paso. July the 7th, the Massachusetts nurses have a protest at Tenet Hospitals. On July the 8th, uh, they begin the Texas special legislation. Everybody hunker down. Be afraid. Be very afraid. The, They're the legislature, legislature will sit Boys on, and girls, on you. <laughs> they are coming after your right to vote. Period. No questions asked. That's what they're doing. Here's a little bit more clarity about the Massachusetts <laughs> nurses. They have one that I do know the time and place for. Uh, July the 9th at noon. It's called Solidarity with Striking St. Vincent Nurses. I think they have the longest strike going on now. It's uh, over 120 days. I think a young man called me yesterday, and I, I was mm -hmm. unable to... That would be Mr. Wilkes. Okay, he's he calling me, me back. Too. Okay, he's he wants to make sure back. we announce the Solidarity with Striking okay. Vincent Nurses at 14201 Dallas Parkway Okay. at noon on July 9th. Excellent. 14201 Dallas Parkway. And that's on Facebook, too. Uh, July the 13th, more redistricting. <laughs> July the 19th, there's a statewide demonstration for voter rights in Austin. I don't know who's got buses, but there's one group that say they're going to have buses, and it's called Texas Impact. And they are on Facebook. Mm -hmm. You can look up Texas Impact on Facebook for the July 19th statewide demonstration for voter rights. Now, so far, I have not seen if any unions are going to have any buses. Well, it's so unfortunate that our governor is keeping his agenda secret. Yeah. Uh, is he concerned because of the uh, uh, some... Somebody might sue him. Like I hope the, he's ashamed of what he's going to do. I hope he is, too, because the Justice Department, the United States Department of Justice, has filed lawsuits against Georgia for their horribly, horribly unjust uh, and voter suppression laws. That's all they are. However, Jim Crow dot two is that what two Jim dot Crow dot two uh, is what two the dot Texas AFL CIO is calling what the Republicans are doing around the country and what they are planning to do in Texas yep. beginning on July the eighth. We think, but the bad news, of <laughs> course, is from the Supreme Court. Yep. They rule that a couple of the Arizona laws that were in question, that were laws that that uh, tended to take away people's voting rights. And they tended to impact people of color mm -hmm. more than others. And the Supreme Court said, that's, that's okay. okay. That's okay. The Supreme Court said, that's okay. They also ruled in the California that dark money is okay, that people don't have to reveal who their, who their donors are. And that's another bad thing. So the voting rights bill is being shredded as we, as we sit here. The... the uh, what is it for the people for the people hr1 for the people mm -hmm. this the united states congress has got to move they have got to move chuck schumer needs to grow some cojones and push mitch mcconnell out of the way he is no longer the majority he's got to go mm -hmm. just do it so you're saying that they that the federal government should pass voting rights acts? Yes, because that protects the all the of us act. across the board. The For the People Act and the John Lewis Act. The John Lewis Act basically would restore some of the Voting Rights Act from 1965. And that's the one that John Roberts struck down in 2013. Yeah, that's well, it's it's being just taken apart a yeah, little so at yeah, a time. Yeah, it's not exactly gone. 
You can give us your opinion at 972-647-1893. The station just loves it when you they call. Do. It's wonderful. I've been looking for some good news and I found some. You 800, did? 850 <laughs> new jobs in June. That was pretty 850,000. Yeah, 850,000 new yes. jobs in June and yeah, that's That's good. That's really very good. So the economy is looking a little bit better. Wages are going up, well, or so they say. Uh, it's amazing that the job shortage has actually become a wage shortage. Yeah. And they're starting these these uh, folks that own businesses are starting to realize, oh, these people aren't going to come back and work for that anymore. I wonder if DISD, the school district Boo. in Dallas, if they're going to be able to get good teachers because they did not give them a raise that would even cover inflation. Nope. The amount of inflation was more than the raise that uh, the, the uh, school board is offering to Ooh. teachers here in Dallas. Shame on you. Shame on you. And let's give some credit to the uh, the Alliance AFT. Oh, man. The union for the for the school employees Fought. did a great job Fought. standing up for them. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Jim and Bonnie. Hi. Good morning. This is Imani. Hello. You're not you're not very close to your phone because I can't hear you very good. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can that, hear you. Yes. I had to get out of that acoustic. I was in the bathroom <laughs> in that acoustic. But I just want to, first of all, I want to thank you, Ken uh, This is, uh, they do some good, they do a good job. And, and I want to be careful to remind my people to be careful. This open carry law, everybody has a gun, crazy people have guns. Uh, in this 4th of July, I'm looking for a big problem with everybody. People just actually using the gun just to shoot people they hate. And uh, and because everybody got one now, and you can carry it. It's like Wild Wild West in, in Texas. So be careful, because I was in that war, and people like me, I'm staying in. I don't. I, I went to Vietnam, so we won't have to carry guns. I didn't think we'd have to carry guns in 2021. So but I just want to thank Ken O'Neill for for a good show, you put a good, a good station, and and thank you and Bonnie for giving this information. Oh, we America, appreciate it. We have to start, we have to start loving one another, and it, the council in America is black people, and uh -huh. until we get that council fixed, we will never, we'll never solve our problems. So, thank you again for Ken in. You got a good show, and, and I just want, I want to listen. It's a, some good stuff coming out of it. Thanks. All right. Thank you so much. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. Some more good news on the racial justice front. The U.S. House has voted to replace the Confederate statues that are around the Capitol. Yay! There's one specific statue that keeps coming up, and that's a guy named Roger Taney. You know who that is, Oh, Bonnie? my God. He was a Supreme Court justice. He was horrible. In the Dred Scott decision. Yes. He's the one that said black... Black people have no rights oh, that white God. people are constrained and to observe. And he's been sitting in the chamber uh -huh. of of the old Supreme Court uh, room. Yeah, and they want to they want to replace him with Thurgood Marshall. Well, duh. But it hasn't got past the Senate yet, so oh, well. we have to say that about everything. See, we have to get on federal we legislation. We got to get rid of this this BS where we can't. We have a majority of the votes, but we still can't pass anything. Uh -huh. But what? they did get they did get five Republicans in the House to vote Ooh. to vote to remove the uh, the Confederate statues. Oh, I think some of those are actually Texans. However, However. over in my neighborhood. <laughs> The John H. Reagan Elementary School is still there. It still says John H. Reagan on it. And John H. Reagan was a, a high officer of the Confederacy. He was, he was the postmaster. And he was also the guy who hanged Jane Elkins. The first woman ever hanged officially in Texas he was. was here in Dallas, Jane Elkins, and the judge was John H. Reagan. Oh, my gosh. And they named the school after him. We have to, we got to work on that one, Gene. That's bad. Well, That's it is. Really I, bad. I go by there all the time. Oof. Good news. Dr. Nicole Hannah-Jones was finally granted tenure 
at the University of North Carolina. What they, did they it said t- they would hire her, but then they said, well, yeah, you're just yeah, going to be a flunky. You know, you're just going to be here. Because yeah. you know what you did wrong. You told the truth in the newspaper. And we'll have none of that. She she did the, was it 1619? Was yeah. that the name of that report? The 1619 Project. That's she, right. She worked on that, and so they weren't going to give her tenure. Yeah, because, you know, she was telling the truth they about finally, her history. They finally gave in and said, okay, your job offer includes tenure. And then she, you know what she said? Well, I'll think about it. Yeah. I'll let you know. <laughs> I, I got to sleep on it for a couple days. I don't know if she's going to take the job or not. I would, I think it would be so funny if another university came up and said, hey, you know what? We like what you said. Why don't you come over here? We'll give you tenure. We'll give you everything. Come on down. I want to say what Richard Trumka, the head of the AFL-CIO, that's the union movement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's what he said about the decision from the Supreme Court. Oh, God. If I can find it. Uh-oh. The labor movement has always fought for the freedom to vote without discrimination and without intimidation. Today, that freedom was once again attacked by a Supreme Court dead set on unraveling democracy at the workplace and the ballot box, endorsing the efforts of extremist Arizona lawmakers to silence voters' voices based on the color of their skin is a stain on the highest court in the land. It also makes it that much more difficult to challenge discriminatory voting laws in the future. That's why we have to have H.R. 1. And he was talking about Texas, too, wasn't he? Oh, my God, yes. The, the Texas racists have now got the green light to pass racist uh, voting yep. laws. Go for it, boys and girls. On mm-hmm. Next week. Yep. July the 8th is when they're going to start. And the question is not what they're going to do, because we know what they're going to do. The question is, what are you going to do? And there, there are some things that you can do. You can go up to 5001 Spring Valley Road right now, or by 10 o'clock. There's a demonstration there for voting rights. Uh, there's a, That's John Cornyn's office, by the way. Yeah, there's a statewide demonstration on July 19th. You can go to Austin. And the thing that I noticed about that is July 19th is a working day. We are asking people to take off work on the 19th Ooh. and go to Austin and, uh, and stand up for voting rights. So that is... Uh, that's unusual for yeah, us. We don't usually they, do that. That may be. We a usually big ask thing. people to do stuff on Saturday. That's a Monday. So they won't have to take off work. But this is a Monday. So maybe you could take like a maybe you could work Saturday or you know we could work this out. You can we call can in, work this out. Call in sick, but anyway. No, don't call in sick because then you'll just get busted. Go ahead and tell the truth. Say I have to go fight for democracy. All I right. need to take a vacation day. All right. Whatever. Whatever it is. We would like you to be in Austin on July 19th, unless they call another day. I'm not sure that July 19th won't be too late. So I'm hoping that somebody else calls another day. I hope somebody pays for buses yeah. like they did on June 20th. I yeah. went on one of those free buses uh, no, that your union me. paid for. Yeah, my folks. Uh, that my was folks. Claude Cummings, uh, District 6 of the Communication Workers of America. Right. We represent uh, employees of AT&T, Verizon. Uh, oh, is that the name of them now? Yeah, Verizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, in five states, Missouri, Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, and Texas, Uh uh, the the district vice president uh, is an incredible civil rights uh, hero in my mind. Yeah, he is. He is seems to be as well known as a civil rights fighter Absolutely. as he is known as a union fighter. Absolutely, and that's the way it ought to be. Yes, that's every, the way it every is. Every union leader ought to be a civil rights leader. Absolutely. Unfortunately, he, they're not. He it's, changed. It's not always true. He completely revamped our uh, our civil rights program mm-hmm. uh, through with CWA, and it's absolutely phenomenal what we do on a, on an international basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean. We're working in in the Philippines mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, the Filipinos that are employed they by AT and T. They did. His nap uh, actually friended me on Facebook. Uh, they have uh, they had an event last night at seven. Uh, it was a virtual event, and I believe they have something today as well. So, Some kind of international solidarity in yes, the labor movement. Yes, yes. Well, we need that. Yes, we 972-647-1893. I can't help but think that the fight over voter rights is the most important thing we're doing. It has you, to be. Do you think, Bonnie, that, that we are face-to-face with fascism? Because that's what I think. Absolutely. Authorit- authoritarianism, uh, fascism, 
it's it's horrible. It's terrifying. People don't, people don't realize it because it's never happened to them before. Right. Generally speaking, we go by common sense. Yeah. Now, common sense is the sum of all of your experiences. And if something that comes along that's never happened to you before, we've never seen America go fascist. We don't have any experience with it. We have to look at Germany or, or Italy if we want to learn uh, how to how what happens when people go fascist. Okay, let's look over there and see. If, see how that happened? Okay, it's happening here now, right well, now. If you study the if you study history, you can see that there are definitely parallels. Oh my God! Uh, we are in danger of losing our voting rights yes. next week next in Texas. Week. That's right. It doesn't mean we can't vote anymore. It just means they're going to strain. They're going to make keep it on. harder and harder and mm-hmm. harder. And if this bill, this SB seven passes in its current form as and is signed into law we are going to have an issue we have got election judges all over the county that have said i will not serve you talk about crazy crazy things that are anti-democratic in south dakota some some billionaire He's not, he's not even from South Dakota. He's from Tennessee. There's a billionaire named Willis Johnson has hired the South Dakota National Guard. To go to the Texas border. Yeah, but but he hired them. You can't do that. A billionaire can't hire you our can't armed forces, do, can he? No. That no. You would think they couldn't do that. I don't believe they can. I do believe that's against federal law. I think, isn't that something called mercenaries? Yeah, you just hire them. Yeah. So who's going to hire them next? The mafia? Uh, right. What if the mafia hires the National Guard? Criminy. Because they what could. Is, they got the money. What is going on with you people? To their credit, the Dallas Morning oh, News yeah, came out against Should it. we take the call first or should we go on break first? Um, I will, I will uh, take the call and uh, we could have him right after uh, the break. Okay. Take All the right. break. First, then. Yes. All right. Yeah. Break okay. first. We'll be right back. <laughs> We're back on the workers' beat. Hey, thanks for calling KNON and thanks for waiting. Good morning. You're on the air. Hello. Yes. Good morning. Bye. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. This is Bill. Yes. Hey, Bill. Uh, yeah. You were talking about fascism. Why is it certain part of the country, well, a lot of it, almost half, are hell bent on on calling fascism? Uh, going into fascism because they think it's going to benefit them? Don't you realize eventually it will get them too? Well, it sure did in Germany. It's only about 30% yes. of the country. Okay, that's it's about 30% of the country, actually. And well, actually, their, their numbers increased because of all the suppression, all the voter suppression that they, 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 they're putting, being put in place. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's just going to, 30% can become... 60% if they implement everything they want to. Yeah. Here's you know, just what right. I worry right. about. You know, the, the Nazis were a small party. In fact, people yeah. used to laugh at them. They thought they were pretty funny. Really? Yeah, because Hitler had this little mustache and it looked like Charlie Chaplin. Yes, he did. And Charlie Chaplin was very popular back yes, in those days. Was. And so people thought the Nazis were very funny and they used to make fun of them. Oh, my God. But then well, came it, the it, Depression. Ooh. See, when you have an ec- economic crisis, then people will reach out for almost anything. Yeah. And that's what happened. Go ahead, brother. Well, no, it's just, it's just, it's a, it's just, it just flabbergasts me that, that that they don't part of the country don't realize that if you if you become a fascist state, it will not benefit you. For, and, and may you may think it's like putting lipstick on a pig. Mm-hmm. You know? Still All a right. pig. I I have to agree with you because it, they should they should be able to see. That the same guys that are trying to cut down your voter rights are the same guys who keep giving all the federal money and the tax breaks to the to very, the very rich, rich people. Yeah. To the very, very rich. You got that? Oh, so, my goodness. Uh, you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. Please give Everybody us Everybody should. Yes. And I want to say something about tenant health care because they're the ones that are keeping <sighs> these nurses on strike. And, of course, the issue with the nurses is that they are overstaffed. It's In patient. other words, they're giving them so many patients that right. they can't take care of Patient, them. nurse, ratio. It's the ratio. staffing levels. Yes. Know. Tenant health care, according to the Dallas Morning News, they brought in $17.6 billion last year. <laughs> With a $399 million profit. They have 110,000 employees, and the chairman is named Ronald A. Rittenmeyer. That was in the Dallas Marinos. And and he's, while we're ta- he's really rich, right? And while yeah. we're talking about 
local uh, corporations. Toyota has its headquarters in Plano. Yes. And it was the chief corporate donor to the politicians who voted to overturn the 2020 election. So they're going to ask a question about fascists. The people don't want fascism. They don't. They just haven't thought about it. But there are some certain rich people who do want it because they see it as the only way to force everybody to work for nothing. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Glad to hear from you. Yeah, exactly. Kind of yeah. About these, uh, about these gardens, you know, these, these community gardens. And, uh, uh-huh. Trying to turn your, uh, uh, you know, your, your lot into a garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in St. Louis, the uh, city is trying to get, give people a tax break if they turn the empty lots into a garden or if they're trying to fight the food desert. Huh. And, I, and I, wish, I wish some of the uh, politicians right here would get on board with something like that because that, that would help fight these food deserts and people being so unhealthy. And so, yeah, that, that's uh, something that we really need, giving them a tax break to turn the empty lots into a garden. What a good idea. Well, and I got to say, Bonton Farms is, is one of the leaders in that uh, in that realm oh, in the city of Dallas. Here? Bonton Farms is here in Dallas. Uh-huh. It's uh, down on Bear Street. How does it work? It's, they have a farm, a very large farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sell the vegetables. They also provide vegetables and jobs to people in the neighborhood. Uh, they have... Uh, they have cows and pigs and goats and they sell goat milk it's one of the only places in north texas where you can buy fresh goat milk but i think what he's talking about is just like somebody's got an empty lot right and it's just sitting there anyway so why don't they let people garden in it well they they are in certain areas we've got some in east dallas Mm -hmm. in old east dallas that are uh community gardens uh there was one in pleasant grove at the uh, Parkland Hospital on uh, Elam Road. Uh, But I haven't heard anything about it since before the pandemic. So maybe it's just something that we need to get back in front of people to to make it a viable option. Speaking of the pandemic, Bonnie, do you want everybody to get their shots? Please get your shot. Please get your shot. Go get your shot. Every now and then I hear hear somebody say, don't get your shot. And I think, (gasps) please don't say that. Please don't say that. Go get your shot. Come on, man. I don't think the COVID pandemic is over. Oh, God, no. And and there's a really good saying that, that a lot of young people say. Nobody is safe until everybody is safe. Okay, what does that mean? Get your shot. Because uh, <laughs> we have not whipped this pandemic. No. And in in, in Africa and in uh, oh God, India, India, it's horrible. There's people dying right all over the place. They're dying. They can't, in the keep, they can't even keep track of them, so you don't even know what percentage or the numbers or anything. They have an oxygen shortage in India. It's absolutely horrendous. People, you can't breathe without oxygen, and if you've got problems if you're sick you need oxygen but you can't get it guess what you're gonna die so that's what's happening yes 972-647-1893 if you like to interpret what's happening for yourself get your shot (laughs) (laughs) you'd be welcome to call the Southwest Airlines is raising its minimum wage to $15 an hour. I can't believe well there I can't believe that American Airlines had had hourly workers that were working for less than $15 an hour. That makes me want to just scream. Well, they did. It's like AT&T. We have people that work for AT&T, the, one of the largest corporations in the world, headquartered right here in Dallas. We have people that work for them that have to have public assistance to feed their kids and make go back and forth to work. What well. is wrong with that? There's a lot wrong, and a lot of it's a lot of it's the employers. Uber, for example, took thirty-six million dollars in incentive grants. Oopsie! To, and they were gonna they were gonna hire three thousand people. Oopsie! And that no. was really big in the district. Yeah, it was. It was huge. Now so they're gonna hire. So we paid thirty-six million dollars to get them to hire. Uh, what is going to be five hundred people? It's so that's twelve thousand, twelve million, twelve thousand. $120,000 for a job. Yeah, for a job. So we were paying them $120,000 to hire one person. 
Yep. And they said they'd hire 3,000. And now, and now say, it's 500. Now they say, oh, well, we, we, oh, we made we, a mistake on the, that. The pandemic kind of screwed us over. So, so. I wonder if they're going to give back the 36 million. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what we would like. Plano and Austin are the second and third worst cities in the nation, respectively, for minimum wage earners. Ooh, Plano. According to a new report. Ooh, Plano. Ooh. That, that's amazing because Plano was once voted the richest town in, in America. <laughs> there you go. And, and if you're nobody, a minimum wage earner, <laughs> you can't live there. <laughs> you don't want to live there. They don't want you. They don't want no. you anyway. And it's true in Austin as well. Austin is outrageously expensive. Housing is ridiculous. You folks think it's high here in Dallas? Oh, run on down to Austin. See what you can buy for, I don't know, $300,000. Dallas is not all that popular in the statistics either. Aww. Dallas and Plano are among the nation's 10 least affordable cities, according to go. the Dallas Morning News. There you go. There's somebody published a list of least affordable cities, Jesus. and Dallas and Plano were on it. So... Well, when your average apartment, I don't know what the average apartment is now, but I do know that housing prices have increased by almost 9% in the past month. Mm -hmm. uh, so, And the governor cut off the $300 supplemental unemployment. There you go. He did that in order to force people to take jobs that are crummy jobs. It's not the forcing you to no. take a job that pays $75,000 no. a year. They're forcing you to take they're, they that They want to force you to take a job that pays $15,000 a if year. If you're lucky. And keeps your children hungry. 972-647-1893. I did a podcast this week, and it was on overpopulation because I had read that some countries, including people? this one, have a declining birth rate, and they're worried about it. And I thought, a declining birth rate is a good idea. Don't you know that the pandemic and the global warming and all those things are getting worse because we have 8 billion people on this planet? Duh. A planet that was probably made for maybe 1 billion or so. I don't know. And, uh, and they've got 8 billion on it. 2 billion of those people don't have enough to eat. Well, and there's 9 million people in New York City, folks. Nine million people. That's double the population of Dallas and Fort Worth. Yeah. I think there's nine million people live where I live, too. They're, <laughs> they're building you, apartments on every corner. I think you might corner. be right. <laughs> they're building apartments on every corner, everywhere I look. And not affordable apartments. Let's oh, no. get that straight. No, no they sir. are not. They are nine, not affordable. 972-647-1892. There's so much going on that we're just going all over the place. But the big issue is <gasps> voting rights. Yes. And there's a demonstration at 10 o'clock of a John Cornyn's office that I would encourage people to go to if they possibly can. My little group, the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, I say it's little. We got. I hundred, love that little group. We That's have 143,000 so members yeah, in Texas. Not, it's not a little group anymore, Gene. We're we're holding demonstrations all over this all over the state. Judy Bryant, our organizer, oh, has asked fabulous. all of the chapters. To hold uh, demonstrations. They got one set up for Orange, Texas. Okay. We had okay. two over the last week and a half in Dallas. And uh, we, God, we. You guys are awesome. Well, there's two Republican state reps. And yeah. We, pick, we picketed both of them. Oh, good. You went to Angie Chen Button's office, yeah. I think. And, and who, Morgan Meyer. Morgan Meyer. Yes. Yeah. Those and, are two people that we need to vote out of office. Well, and uh, of course, we can't advocate for that. Oh, no. uh, there was a I, there yeah. was a woman joined us. Her name is uh, Alexandra Uya. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, she she joined us. So we had one young person with us. Yay! And then a preacher and his granddaughter walked up and did a prayer for us. And they also brought us Gatorade. Oh my gosh, that's fabulous! Yeah. I thought it was pretty pretty interesting yeah. uh, to be on a picket line with where the average age is over seventy. Right. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we're 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 not just laying down and taking it because some of the some of the voter uh, suppression is aimed at us. Oh, absolutely. It is aimed right absolutely. at us. They're going to make us, if you want to vote by mail, uh, this was one of the proposals that got yep. turned down earlier. Uh, if you want to vote by mail, they're going, to make, they're going to make you turn in your Social Security number or your Texas driver's license so that the, so that the, the uh, scalawags on the Internet can yeah. probably steal your information, get your Social Security check or something. So they're going to make us do that. They're going to make it harder and harder for disabled people they're going to fix it so disabled people can't vote unless they get out of the car and walk in. Yeah, yeah. They can't walk. That's what they call them, disabled. Yeah. And, yeah. But That's why we have curbside voting. But, of course, 
this SB7, they're going to make curbside voting against the rules. They're going to They're going to make it against the law to help anybody vote. That's right. And there's people can't ride. There's people people that need help to get to vote. They're going to make that against the law. And the best, I thought this was the best one. They're going to make it possible for hoodlums to come into the polls and scare you half to death when you come in to vote. Those are poll watchers. They call them poll watchers, but they're going to make them. They're going to give them legal authority as if they were like sheriffs or something. And and let me tell you, boys and girls, this is absolutely ludicrous. And give them cameras. Oh, yeah, they're take pictures of you while you're voting. While you're voting. Mm-hmm. That's right. And if the election judge attempts to exercise their right to tell that poll watcher no, the election judge can be charged with a felony. Yeah, they're going to make all kinds of felonies yeah. for the election officials yeah. and for the voters. Yeah. That you can, you can do a felony for this or that. That's right. But these poll watchers, they don't have no felonies. They're the ones right. that charge you with felonies. They're making them deputy sheriffs, yeah. more or less. And guess what happens when you have a felony? You can't vote. And, of course, there are going to be armed people standing around the polls. Oh, yeah. They're because not supposed to be inside the polls with no, guns. they're not allowed inside the polls. They cannot open carry inside an election, uh, a voting place. They cannot do that. Legally. Legally. They cannot legally do that. But then who's going to enforce the law? The Supreme Court apparently feels it's that it's okay yeah. to pass discriminatory laws. Uh, uh, discriminatory voting laws. It's Jim Crow, brothers and sisters. Jim Crow 2.0. They are bringing back Jim Crow. 2.0. That's it. uh, Jim Crow 2.0. That's it. We have got to do something. We have better do something. They also going to put stuff in the law. They'll make it easier to overturn an election. Oh, yeah. So they can just say, I I don't feel good about this election. So I'm overturning it. (laughs) So I don't like the way it came out. Don't have to have any proof. You know, don't you find it really interesting that we have all these Republicans in in Congress that are all, you know, up in arms about the presidential election. Oh, my God. And and it was stolen. Okay, hold up. Hold up, buddy. You were elected in that same election. Mm -hmm. So does that mean that your election is illegitimate? Yeah, but they don't care. They say, well, I made it, but I don't care if anybody else ever makes it. (laughs) And see, that's what's wrong. That's what's wrong. We don't care about anybody but ourselves. 972-647-1893. Bonnie cares about other people. You know, I listened to the brother this morning that was on Reverend Barnett's show, uh, Dr. Umar Johnson. What a brilliant man. Uh What a brilliant man. And and I I know he's going to be here next week uh, speaking uh, up on Spring Valley Road at Aldi's, which is a fabulous Afro-Caribbean restaurant. Afro-Caribbean, I think. African and Caribbean. We used to call them Afro-Cuban. Well, uh, this is Afro-Caribbean. Okay. So they serve African food and Caribbean food, which... Both of those are pretty closely entwined, I must say. Mm-hmm. 972-647-1893. Are y'all sleeping in because it's cloudy outside? What's up, man? 972-647-1893. Wake up. Wake up. Rents are rising fast in North Texas. Oh, geez. See, this is what we were just talking about. several cities showing double-digit increases over the past year. Some have seen big jumps in the past month alone. In fact... Dallas-Fort Worth is seeing some of the biggest increases in the nation, according to a report by Zumper, a rental listings website. I didn't get that from some outlying newspaper. I got that from the Dallas Morning News. See, this is insane. They said that Dallas-Fort Worth is seeing some of the biggest increases in rent in the nation. And I'm not sure what the deal is, how these apartments can be up and, and open in a matter of months and I have a housing development in my neighborhood. They they work very sporadically, and I'm finding out it's because of the permit process mm-hmm. in the city of Dallas. So we're building apartments out the wazoo, but we're stopping, basically stopping affordable homes from being built because of our stupid permitting processes. I see. Bureaucrats, man. Bureaucrats. It's got to stop. So what are poor people supposed to do? Is live in tents? Well, that's my question. What are poor people supposed to do? 
972-647-1893. Call us with some solutions. And now Austin. And I, we're good on problems. Right? We got problems out the wazoo. But we're we're solving not, them. We're not, not coming so up good. with very many solutions here. Well, I, I got one. You do? Stand up for voting rights. Oh, gosh, Go to, yes. Start, oh. start hooking up. Uh, next week. That's right. On up. the first Wednesday, the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans will have its uh, a monthly meeting, and they invite you. It's a Zoom meeting, so anybody can come. Right. Get in touch with me. I'm GeneLance19 at gmail.com. GeneLance is spelled G-E-N-E-L-A-N-T-Z. GeneLance19 at gmail.com. And I'll put you into that meeting because I'm the I'm the. He's the, technical the, he's the host. dude. I'm he's, the technical host. That's right. He's the dude. we got to take a break, don't we, Pierre? Okay, 972-647-1893. Call, call us. Call us. We're back on the Workers Beat. Bonnie Mathai. So sorry. I was waiting for your call at 972-647-1893. Bonnie, did you know that they are proposing four-day work weeks in several countries? Really? Japan just joined the list. Spain is already on it. New Zealand and Finland. The Britain Labor Party campaigned on the idea. Yes, they did. That everybody should be working four days. We've and I read this big, long article. This is in the Washington Post. <laughs> big, long article about four-day work week. Did not mention pay. Did not mention what you're going to get paid for your four-day work week. Because if they're going to cut your pay, ain't nobody going to like it. But what we should have yes. is a four-day work week with a five-day work week pay. Duh. So if you, if you don't have to take a cut in pay, then you can sure a take thing. a That's cut in hours. Yeah, I mean. That, would, that, that used to be the uh, union slogan. And it, it tended to peter out in nineteen in the 1950s. Really? I, I actually studied my union. They had it. It was in the resolutions of every, of every uh, convention until 1957. And then it disappeared. There was, the old slogan was 30 for 40 with no cut in pay. So, in other words, instead of working 40 hours a week, you, work you only work 30, but you get paid for 40, and that was our slogan. 30 for 40 with no cut in pay, and uh, everything else would be overtime pay, I wow. guess. Yeah. So, that would be that would be a big improvement, and it would solve unemployment, and, yeah. in, and then people would maybe be able to pay some of these rent prices. But they don't, even, they don't even bring it up anymore. It's uh, it's one of those. It's just been the only person I know that brings it up every week is Tom Barry. I was just thinking the exact same Tom thing. Tom Barry, <laughs> he calls it the six-hour day. In other words, instead of uh, three eight-hour shifts, you know, in a factory that works around the clock, right? You'd have four six-hour shifts, and that does, that makes all the sense in the world. Absolutely, it would solve healthier. unemployment. Yep, because there'd be a lot more jobs, right? And uh, you'd and, be healthier. Production would go, productivity would go up. People that people oh, yeah. that work fewer hours produce better. And, it makes uh, sense. And, uh, and there'd be more money for paying your rent. There you Good go. morning. Thanks for calling K&O in. Uh, we lost okay. that one. Goodbye. Call we're back. We're making them wait too long. Good morning. Thanks for calling K&O in. Lost that one, too. Where are they? Uh, hey, come on, guys. Uh, don't be. Somehow or another, we're making them wait too long. 972-647-1893. Just don't call be. us again. Please don't be impatient. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hello? Now, thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. You're on the air. Hey, Bonnie and Gene. Thanks for having me on. Good You're morning. Uh, I'm Corey. I'm with the Plumbing Union. I've called in a few times to talk to y'all. Uh-huh. And, uh, I'd like to kind of talk to Republicans out there listening to this and kind of explain to some people that you know, what the Republicans, because I am a conservative, but I'm not a Republican. It's a big difference. And what the Republicans are doing to us right now is they're leading us straight to corporatocracy or, you know, what, for their purposes, what, what they're afraid of socialism for. But, you know, we keep deregulating these companies, letting companies like BlackRock come up by all the homes in the country where we can't even buy homes anymore. You know, what? what's my generation supposed to do when we retire? And we we can't even own a home, and Amazon owns every business, and BlackRock owns all the homes, and now we're stuck having to depend on other people to pay for us because we don't even have a chance to pay our own way in the world anymore. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, the Republicans, they're, they keep talking about socialism and this and that, <laughs> and every decision they make is leading us right to the poorhouse, leading us right to socialism. It's not... They say... They're, they're making... 
There's a slogan people say that there's socialism. We already have socialism for the rich. Yeah. In other words, <laughs> the state is still hand, handing out everything the rich people want. But go ahead. What do you yeah. think? And well, and it, well, people are. Anytime you say anything about capitalism, people get they get they get all worked up. And it's what capitalism is very powerful and is great at creating wealth. However, mm -hmm. once you get to an economy of scale like what you have with these large companies. You basically work everybody else out to where all we get is low-income workers, mm -hmm. you know. And so what I think what we, you know, our government needs to support people trying to unionize in larger companies. That's right. You know, the larger the company it gets, you know, perhaps if people want to go on strike, they should be able to get unemployment benefits. Mm -hmm. Because we need to organize on the larger scale because, we like, we're going to end up with one owner and a mm -hmm. bunch of little heads where we have no set. Because, you know, look what happened in Bessemer, Alabama. Y'all covered it real well, mm -hmm. how they, you know. That was a big blow to us. That was a huge blow. We we need Amazon to unionize, Walmart, all these big companies, because we're not people aren't opening their own businesses these days. Mm -hmm. We can't compete. If you want to open your own business, you can't. Retail's gone. Yeah. Logistics are gone. You can't open businesses in these industries anymore. Mm -hmm. And that you know, the, and when when I say I'm a conservative, what I'm trying to conserve is our is me and you, our normal people, ownership in this country, mm -hmm. and the power center of this country is completely held in the Wall Street banks. And the, the big corporations, and we have, and that's, and the government's obviously going to take care of them because that is the power center. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and me as a, as a as someone who's typically voted Republican, I'm at fault for that. As much as I don't care for Democrats either, they've wanted to regulate these companies. Mm -hmm. They've wanted to stop. You know, if Democrats had their way, BlackRock would never have been able to buy all these homes. You know, we would you know, you look that's at the right. Republicans and they say, oh, well, it's just a free market. These people are mm -hmm. buying up homes. If someone wants to sell their house, it's just a free market. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, your free market's going to put us all on the poorhouse. Mm -hmm. And my entire generation, because I'm, I'm, I'm in my 30s, and I've got I've got plenty of money in the bank. I've been trying to buy a house for two years. I can't buy one. I've been offering 30,000 over asking. Mm. I've been offering 35, 40,000 over asking. I still Jesus. can't compete. Yeah. Because one, one in five homes right now. It's actually gone up since that figure was released, but at least one in five homes are being bought by Wall Street banks. Yeah, you're right. Currently, that's right. And, and, uh, richer and getting richer. My generation. Well, what happens whenever I go to retire? That's how we build wealth in this country is that's through right. home ownership and getting that equity. That's right. So then, all all of our Republican votes, mine included, are leading me to what what we what are you know that what they say what they call socialism, what we're afraid of, but they're leading us right to it to the bad kind of authoritarian. Poorhouse socialism. There you go. And I feel like the other conservatives, like myself, we need to see that and demand more from our politicians. Because I don't know if there's any Republican politician right now that's <laughs> looking out for us. I, I like. Honestly, I, I like that. that. Demand more from your politicians. That's what we should have. All right. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Thank you, brother. That's what we want. That's what we would like to have more from our politicians. Well, and if we elect these people. We have to hold them accountable. Mm -hmm. We can't just get them elected, get them in office, and then go, okay, everything's fine now. Thanks. See, I don't really so much mind the companies. Well, we get a lot of complaints about the companies, especially Amazon. Uh, I got some good news for that brother that just called, though. He wanted to see better, better organizing. And the Teamsters Union, which is a very good organizing union, yep. they have set aside a department now called the Amazon Department. So look out, Amazon, and hooray for the Teamsters. Yep. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Gene and Bonnie. Good morning. Hey. Check, check in from Denton. All right. How are you? Uh, we're good. We've, we've uh, had a victory up here uh, in our efforts to um, keep uh, prevent some layoffs of, of unionized workers uh, on the on the bus system. We, uh, City Council up here in Denton, they, they voted with us to not renew the contract of the big consulting contract of a, a person who had who had kind of been one of the advisors on pushing these bus cuts they're trying to do up here. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's so awesome. you're saving public transportation in Denton. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're on the march, and uh, we've only got we got about three weeks to go until the DCPA, it's the Regional Transportation Authority, until they vote on this proposal. And uh, it looks good. We're starting to put pressure on, on folks, but we need to keep it up. And especially in Louisville, um, we're going to start doing some uh, canvassing down there because they're going to cut uh, the 21 and the 22 routes, DCTA. Well, those are the, those are the bus routes that, that take people to and from the uh, Hebron, Hebron Station and also Old Town Station. Oh, man. On the train. Why do they want to so, do that? Uh, oh, wait, let me guess. 
<laughs> well, they want to send they want to send take money out of the pockets of, of workers in in Denton County and send send more of it to uh, the bosses of a multinational corporation in New York. So we're we're fighting against that. And and um, if people could look at our uh, Facebook, it's it's uh, at No Bus Cuts Denton. Uh-huh. We're be trying to organize folks for for doing some canvassing. And so you you still got a fight ahead of you, right? We do. It's so you want people to look at that Facebook page? What's the name of it? It's No Bus Cuts Denton. I see. No Bus Cuts Denton. That's right. And the people can help if they just get on that. Yeah, we're going to have posted there uh, early next week. We're going to have uh, our information for, for what we're going to be doing in Louisville. All right. So that, that's just more accessible for Dallas people uh, as well. So we can use your help. And thank you to everybody who has uh, who signed our, our petition. Um, against these cuts. We submitted those uh, a couple weeks ago. We had uh, almost 600 Excellent. signatures. So uh, the campaign, I think we're, we're having some success, but we got to keep, keep keep pushing and try to try to fight this stuff off. Keep the pressure Keep, on. Public Absolutely. transportation is very, very important to the people. And uh, so thank you, Joshua, for keeping up the fight. Good and job. tell everybody, got to go to nobuscuts.denton. Oh, no, hold on. No bus cuts. Denton. Yeah, that's no bus cuts Denton. The There's no dot. Yeah. No, okay. no, it's not a website. No bus cuts, cuts Denton. That's the name of the of the website, right? No, that's the name that's of the Facebook page. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Facebook and Twitter. All right. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Joshua. Call us too at 972-647-1893. Three multi-billionaires <laughs> now own more wealth than the bottom half. In other words, half of the people in America have less wealth. Then three guys. What the heck is that about? And there's a petition about Jeff Bezos. We were talking about. <laughs> we were talking Speaking about, of Amazon. He is going into outer space. There is a petition. Is to, he going to stay there? The petition to not let him come back. Oh, God dang. <laughs> it already had 122,000 signatures. <laughs> and, and that was last Friday that, that I had that. I'm sorry. That just tickled me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the richest man in the world. And the guy Go into owns, space and don't come back. Yeah, he owns his own space company. Yes, he does. And uh, and he owns Amazon and yes, he owns he the Washington Post. Yeah, thank God he really has not screwed up the Washington Post. Well, the Washington Post is, you know, you have to know that he owns it. Well, yeah, you have to know that, but at least it hasn't been totally... It's not destroyed. any worse than it was. It's no, not any worse but there than it you was. go. There you go. <laughs> all of the all of the newspapers and all of the TV and everything else is owned by rich people, except us. Well, not they don't own K and O. No, they don't. That's own why them. we like. That's yeah. why Bonnie and I like to uh, come up that's here. That's why we like to come here every week because they don't own us. They can't tell us what we can and cannot say. But you have to think about that, Dave especially can, on but. especially on foreign affairs. Because you don't get any foreign affairs news that's any different. It's no. all the same. That's right. Everywhere you look, uh, because it all comes from the State Department. Yep. The, they don't. There is no independent foreign affairs news coming out of the United States. If you want foreign affairs news, you have to get it from somewhere else. Now, Al Jazeera America is mm-hmm. still a decent, but I, they've been, I mean, the United States has managed to just cut them off and cut them off yeah. so that they don't have any access. They used to have to, a television channel. They did. They had a TV channel that was on AT&T uh, Uverse, but mm-hmm. it's gone now. You can't get it anymore. Nope. Al Jazeera America, you can still Google it and look at the news, the real international news. I listened to one that comes out of South America called Telesur. And I get that on the internet. Right, right. But uh, that's the only way I know anything about what's going on around the world. Things are horrible in Venezuela right now. They're absolutely horrible. These people are escaping for their lives. Mm -hmm. Because they're hungry. Because they're hungry. And and we have these other Central American countries that we have totally destroyed. Used to be one of the richest countries in the world until until they got crossways with the United States. Right. And that's what's going on here and there. I'm reading a book called Washington's Bullets. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the history of the CIA. And it's, I don't know if I recommend the book or not because it's kind of hard to read. Yeah. But uh, that's because there's so much yeah. Yeah. of stuff that has happened. It's hard to keep track of. It's really, I, you know, and I've, I'm still reading the book, The Dispossessed. Mm-hmm. And what's I, that I'm, about? It's about journeys from Central America 
to the United States Mm -hmm. and how what they're escaping, how they're trying to escape, the journey, how many times they get turned back, Mm -hmm. how many people they have to pay to get to the United States. How many of them get killed. And how many get killed, separated from their children, not in the United States, on their way Mm -hmm. by the quiotes. They take them, they they separate the, the men from the children. The children are going with their papa to the United States for a better life. And some of those children get raped. Oh, my God. It's a horrible situation. It's very, very horrible. And the governments are not helping because they don't want them to immigrate. That's right. And uh, so they so basically what they're telling them is stay home and starve. 972-647-1893. Or get killed killed by the gangs or whatever. The gangs in in Central and South America are absolutely horrendous. Mm -hmm. They run the poorest areas of the biggest cities. I want to say something especially important to retirees like me. An explosive new report by an organization called Patients for Affordable Drugs found that 15 prominent patient advocacy groups, in other words, these are people that say, let us help you with your, with your problems. We're from the government and we're here to help you. No, they're oh. not from the government. Well, we're not from the government. They say, we're I'm not from the government. But let us help you with your patient problems. Uh-oh. Turns out that they have taken millions of dollars from the drug corporations and pharmaceutical trade associations. The report also found that none of the 15 (laughs) groups they examined supported allowing Medicare to negotiate lower drug prices. In other words, they're not for lower drug prices. (laughs) What do you know? They're funded by the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah, the pharmaceutical industry has got a heavy lobby. They got a heavy hand in in the government and a heavy hand in the media. So, so I did. I look did. Out. I did see this morning where Walmart will is beginning to distribute a generic insulin for a very low price, and you can get that. Yes. So Good if you have got issues, if you have diabetic issues, and insulin is ridiculously expensive, yeah, because we have these pharmaceutical companies that have jacked up the prices, and they really got you because you yeah, got to have it. Because what are you going to do? Oh, I yeah. don't want it this month. No, because that will kill you. <laughs> I think I'll die this month. I'll yeah, just, maybe I think next I month. can't afford it, so I'll just die this month. Okay, maybe that's what they want. You think? I don't know. We, we struggle with the truth all the time. It's hard to find the truth. And, and I can't say that everything Bonnie and I say is true because I don't know. I, I know we I can sure, say that we are trying. We are trying our damnedest to bring you the most true. We have a call. Better okay. hurry because we don't have much time. much time. Good morning. Thanks no. for calling KNON. Hello. Hi. I'm a new listener, and I just wanted to let you guys know that you are refreshing this morning. Oh, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. We're here every Saturday from 9 to 10. Thank you very much. Is it always the work beat? Yes. The workers beat. The workers beat is every Saturday from 9 to 10. And it's podcast on SoundCloud. Yes. The workers beat and the workers beat extra. Okay. Well, you're doing a good job. Um, And I'm glad that I got to listen to you today. Cool. Thank you so much. We hope you come back. And I just want to throw out a book. Um, but workers, um, I, I guess I, I want to relate this book to the workers. Uh, Good. It's Anne, Anne Applebaum's The Twilight of Democracy. And that's the big picture we've been talking about the State Department. <laughs> and I just think that we need to incorporate what she's talking about. She was in Poland, American citizen as well. And there's just a lot of history. And I really think it's relevant to everything. And I really enjoyed your other two callers. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. Well, I look forward to next week. All right. Thanks so much. Okay. This lady, she's very smart. This Ann Applebaum. She's a. Oh, she is. She is an American. Good. She's an American journalist and a historian. A historian. Oh, she has a family in Poland, and the reason I'm my husband worked um, for about four years over in Saudi Arabia, and my son's over in Poland. So I've opened up. I've opened up. My excellent, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, and, and so, and I really do think that we need to know what's going on in the world. Absolutely. So that we can also um, come up with solutions that That's we right. to come up with. All right. Thanks so much. Thank we're you out of time. so much. We are out of time. Okay. we got to get out of here. We'll be back next week at 9 o'clock. Say goodbye, Gene. Goodbye, Gene. <laughs>